0: All right, I think we can all agree that every new investor struggles with the same issues. One of those issues is finding motivated sellers. Yes, this is probably the number one problem that I hear. Dave, how do I locate motivated sellers so I can wholesale properties for huge profits? Well, not to worry. One of my favorite ways to locate motivated sellers is by driving for dollars. When I drive for dollars and I do it several times a week, I like using the Deal Machine app. Why? Because it's my favorite app and it makes driving for dollars super easy and fun. How does it work, you're probably asking. Well, as you're driving around looking for properties that are distressed, like for example, tall grass, broken or boarded up windows in need of major landscaping, broken down cars in the driveway, tarps on the roof, or just roofs that look really old, gutters falling off, paint chipping away or peeling or anything else that would lead you to believe that the house or the seller is distressed. This app helps you keep track of the addresses so you can plot several of these properties from your phone all while driving. Furthermore, this app has the ability to send direct mail to these property owners and you can even skip trace these owners in real time and call and text them while you are in front of their property. I absolutely love this app, and I use it several times a week. Check it out for yourself. Go to Deal Machine in the App Store and download it. They offer a 14-day free trial, but don't forget to use the promo code DPI, and you will get up to $40 worth of free script tracing and mail credits. Again, use promo code DPI and go download this today. You will not regret it. I absolutely love it.
1: Welcome back to Season 2 of the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share with you what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. Make sure you never miss an episode and download the Discount Property Investor app in Google Play or iTunes today. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in.
0: All right, guys. Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. This is your host, David Dodge, joined by co-host
1: Mike Slane. Hey, Mike, how are you, buddy? Hey, Dave, I'm doing great today. Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's good beautiful
0: outside, up early. Got a workout in this morning.
1: Oh, yeah, me too. Every morning, Every lately. Every morning. Every morning. Feeling good, man. Yeah. Feeling good. Yeah, you've been going to the gym pretty often lately. I'm trying too. to, man. Yeah, that's I'm trying great. to get
0: back in the swing of things. That's why I got married. I took about a month off. Did you? Yeah,
1: it was terrible. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. It's hard to get back after a month, but it's been a few weeks I took since. About, I, uh, I took about 10 years off. So <laughs> it's really hard to get started right. again. That's right. <laughs> Well, uh, what are we talking about today, Mike? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, so we recently kind of we sent out some some uh, some questions, just asking uh, what is kind of the biggest barrier to entry. We did. We or sent an email out challenges? about that.
0: That's right. And I asked uh, all of our viewers and listeners. I think the list that we sent it out to was um, people that have taken the free course. So uh, oh, we, yeah. we sent an email out asking, you know, what is the single biggest challenge frustration or problem that you've been struggling with? That was the question that I asked. And we had uh, quite a few responses from that email that went out. We had about uh, about 30 people respond. Um, so we had good feedback. And I think today, I'd like to just kind of dive into the questions that they're having and address these and give them answers and just kind of flow through and just do it, do it like that. Yeah, let's try to Does answer a okay? few.
1: Let's, uh, let's shoot for maybe three or four questions. Uh, keep it, I think uh, we can maybe get through more than that,
0: but let's just let's just go for it.
1: You let's, are ambitious, sir. I am. You are ambitious. That's all right. Well, the
0: first one that we had first response back was the real estate step to begin with real estate investments. I am afraid until I see an actual deal or I see one live, a step by step, and the um, actual amount to start. So I think that's kind of a loaded question, uh, but that's the single biggest problem that we had from you know one of our responses. Um, that they're facing. So I think the answer to that is, you know, they need a mentor. They need a coach. Yeah. And they're looking for somebody to kind of give them the step-by-step process, and they want to see an actual deal happen.
1: Yeah, that's really difficult without, I mean, actually shadowing someone, I think. I mean, you're never going to see a deal happen. It's not – yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I I guess – I would, I would have to say, you just have to kind of face your fears and get out of your comfort zone. I mean, mm-hmm. again, to, to actually see a deal happen, quite frankly, you're going to have to fail uh, and you're going to have to increase the level of failing. Uh, I mean, we fail, I fail, we fail more now than we did before. Mm-hmm. I personally think that we fail in this company about 10 times as hard as we failed prior to working together. And quite yeah. frankly, uh, that's a good thing that right. means that we're succeeding in other areas or we're, we're succeeding that much more often as well. Yeah. So again, I think that that question is really, uh, where do I begin? I'm afraid until I see an actual deal. I think that you're really afraid of failure. So my solution to that would be just jump in, go put a property under contract, start, I mean, get your marketing going. Get you, your marketing going. If you, you look at the free course, I mean, one of the things that we, we emphasize is, no matter the business you're in, you have to start marketing. So get some marketing going, uh, figure out where you're gonna find leads from, uh, figure out your niche. But again just start marketing uh don't be afraid to put a property under contract if you're trying to wholesale if that's your your number one play go out and put a property under contract and then start uh, trying to find someone who's interested in that property yeah you I mean, can't you,
0: you to- can't make money in this business without an inventory mm-hmm. so you know I, we've said it a million times especially in our online courses but you know this is the marketing business when we're talking about wholesaling and so you need to market to get properties and then you got to Get those properties under contract so you can control them and sell that contract or that property. So I agree with you 100%, Mike. Um, I hate walking away from deals or, you know, um, not being able to close those deals. And it still happens to me to this day. You know, I've been doing this full time for over three years at this point, and um, we, I had to back out of a of a deal just last week. And you know, it's one of those things where you get it under contract so you can do your due diligence. And you know i did due diligence prior to that but really the due diligence starts whenever you get that under
1: contract yeah the real due diligence The real. And due diligence. you know what i think i maybe backpedaled a little bit i would say make offers not get something under contract make offers get out there and and somebody who's asking this what's the first step in it i want to see the first step i want to do the first step i would say call a real estate agent for goodness sakes and just say hey listen i saw this property listed on zillow and uh, you know i'm wondering would the owner take 50% of what it's listed for. And don't say it like that, but if they say, hey, it's a $100,000 house. Yeah, say hey, the number. Would they take $50,000 for this house? You know, I'm, I'm a cash buyer. I can close it real quick if, if they're interested in 50000 And again, see where it goes. The agent may laugh, but so what? Get on the phone. Uh, start getting out of your comfort zone. Break through that fear. Being afraid of doing it is not a good reason to live like you've been living. Right. Again, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to stop being afraid to do a real estate deal. Right. So Again, that's what I would say. Uh, to that person, that question. Uh, and again, I think we'll call this this episode barrier busters. You know, barrier what's your, busters. What's boom. your biggest barrier I like that. Uh, to getting started? So let's keep moving and, here. Uh, I think we can yeah. get through a bunch of these. So finding and acquiring properties
0: from motivated sellers. Simple, one word, marketing. 100%. I mean, come on, guys. Finding and acquiring properties. The, there's two ways to go about doing this. You can market, which is going to usually cost money, and your phone will start ringing. So you're putting the message out into the world that this is the solution that I can provide to those who have this problem doesn't matter what business you're in um, but you are going to market and they call you the other way of going about getting deals is time and that basically means that you are going out and you are trying to get you're reaching out to the individuals that may have that problem so you can offer them a solution Mike you said it really well in the past hunting or fishing Mm -hmm. so you know marketing is fishing the more marketing you do the more lines you have in the water the more chance you are of catching fish or that big fish and hunting is going out on Craigslist, Zillow, uh, wherever, seeing people that have properties for sale
1: or for rent and making offers. So love it. But right. marketing is so, the answer
0: to that question. So
1: finding and acquiring properties for motivated sellers was the issue this person's having. Mm-hmm. And the solution is um, you have to start marketing. The Another thing that I would say is no one's going to raise their hand for you and say, hey, I'm a motivated seller. Uh, and that just doesn't happen. Uh, so you, again, you have to learn to listen to people and find out their real motivation for the action they're taking. So again, ask that question, why? Why are you selling multiple times when you're speaking with a with a seller on the phone? Yep. Figure out what their real motivation is. Yep, love it. Cool. Okay, next question. I'm having difficulty time setting up a system to find
0: solid motivated seller leads in my market. A lot of wholesalers are marketing to the same people day in and day out with mar- in the market where I live. It appears to be saturated with wholesaler shopping deals. So, Mike, I'm curious to see what your answer to this question is, but my answer would be if, if you are having difficulty setting up a system to find motivated seller leads in your market, I would, I would flip the script completely and I would say, do reverse wholesaling. If you already have all these people marketing to individuals in your market, then my solution, if I was you, I would go to the RIAs and network with anybody that I know that's looking to buy. I would become a specialist with all of the buyers. I wouldn't worry so much about the sellers because it sounds to me like you have a ton of wholesalers that are providing inventory to you already. So if you know what people are looking for, reverse wholesale. Go out and find what people are looking for and then network with those other wholesalers and just be a you know a transaction engineer put them together.
1: That's a great solution. Uh, my thought would be a little bit different too. I would it. say that there are a lot of people. And we're in St. Louis too, and there are a lot of people entering into wholesaling. And it's, it is a competitive thing but you're talking about a lot of people that are doing the same thing. So what's the easiest solution is to do something different. It's so So true. Everyone is zigging, you want to zag. And it's difficult to be creative or to come up with a creative campaign to set yourself apart, but that is the solution, is to figure out a way to reach a seller or to reach a property owner, rather, that someone else hasn't thought of. So one example of that is, uh, you say that there's a lot of people probably mailing the same seller leads. I assume that's kind of what you're talking about. Mm Well, you know what happens? A lot of people mail them. They get a ton of letters in the mail, that's true. But you know what else happens? A lot of that mail gets returned. So if you get returned mm. mail, you hang on to that and you skip trace it and you find the seller that nobody else has been able yes, to find. Yeah, skip tracing, great solution. So again, it's finding the seller that other people haven't been able to get a hold of. Finding that property owner that other people haven't got a hold of. It is a challenge, but it is something that's gonna be valuable. Love I mean, it. you're creating value, that's your whole Uh,
0: So zig and zig where everyone else is zagging or vice versa and yeah or do some reverse wholesaling but Mm -hmm. I love it you know do something different Uh, we have tons of competition in our marketplace but it doesn't stop us we don't look at our competitors as competitors perceive more strategic partners Um, we do deals with them all the time I mean 20% of our deals are joint ventures yeah you know we're doing 10 15 deals a month depending on the month some months more some months less Um, but we are consistently doing a ton of deals I mean it is very rare that a week goes by where we're not buying or selling a piece of real
1: estate. Yeah, in a week, I I would, it's, we should probably close the doors if we don't buy or sell something that I know.
0: So yeah, get out there, guys, do some marketing, uh, Zig, where everyone else is zagging, vice versa. And, uh, you know, maybe try to do some reverse wholesaling. So that was just uh, one of the questions that we received. Let's keep going here talking to people and getting people to open up about their pain points. So you know, this is also a kind of a loaded question, in my opinion, but um, I take the approach that if you just try to become a really good listener when you're on appointments with people, they're gonna tell you about their pain points. You don't really need to ask. Um, You know, or if you are asking questions, don't ask questions that have a yes or no. Ask a question that can lead into a conversation. You know, so why are you selling? You know, when do you need to sell? What would you like to see happen um, in the event that me and you can work together? You know, ask questions like that where they are gonna give you answers to their own solutions and then you then just
1: fulfill that answer or mm-hmm. we'll fulfill that solution. Yeah, that's good. So talking people is the que- talking to people and getting them to open up about their pain points, that's the the question mm-hmm. again. Uh, my solution is I'm not real good at that first off. Get that out there. I'm not I'm not great at that and I think it's empathy. Empathy is one of the things that you need to have with people and it, it is not a strength of mine to really uh, <laughs> i mean dave's Dave, cold-blooded Dave's folks. laughing, but it's true man i mean in our meetings i mean i just kind of what's the what's the solution what's the yeah, logic i'm here through? to make money guys I logic right. through everything so i don't i don't empathize well but when i'm on appointments i'm good at mirroring people i love and that mirroring is else, so important when someone is, and I, again this is just kind of the simplest explanation i can give you if someone says oh well you know i'm i'm really down and out well, you don't want to be like, ah, ha, 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 this is great. You want to, again, well, I'm really sorry to hear that, man. That really sucks. You know, you kind of want to mirror their, the speed of their speech. And, you know, if their shoulders are down, you kind of want to maybe kind of hunch down. And, I mean, again, you just want to kind of mirror that person um, and and sympathize and then empathize with them about their situation. So, again, it's when they – they and you got to listen. You actually have to listen. So it's when they say something that that could be – um, more for them to open up about. You have to be ready to to listen. You have to that's hear right. it. So hear it. Uh, again, mirror. That's the simplest way I can say. Um, I don't know. That's always been my my kind of sales technique is just be like the person that I'm going in the appointment with because people like people like themselves. That's so true. They say do. that again. People like people like themselves. So yep. again, try to be like that person. And again, I think that's probably going to be your, your best bet on that one.
0: Yeah, okay. Next question leads. Let's fly through some of these easier ones here leads how to approach sellers and what to say. So really, in my opinion, that is, um, that's very simple. Um, Especially if you're doing marketing or a lot of marketing, if you're you're not getting leads, and you're not even able to approach sellers, and even say anything to them at all, well, then you that's, you know, up your marketing, do more marketing. um, And that that will get you leads. Uh, When approaching sellers and what to say, we kind of covered this in the last question, really, but uh, uh, basically, you know, ask questions that will give that will give them the floor. It'll give them the ability to start talking. And they are going to tell you their problem. And all you got to do is just offer them a solution. And everyone's going to have a little bit different problem. Um, but at the end of the day, they need to sell a piece of property, most likely. That's why you're marketing to them. That's why you're there. And uh, you just, you know, be that solution. So what to say, I mean, that's something that you need to kind of build rapport with somebody. But, you know, don't worry about about i can talk for hours as you guys know at this point but don't worry about you know being the one that's that's always talking you know just ask simple questions and shut up let them talk they will give you the problem
1: 100 no you i on that mike i agree a, and that's where people will ask about scripts and stuff as well it's like oh do you have a motivated seller script well first off like i said nobody raises their hand and says they're a motivated seller <laughs> that's <laughs> so, so true so i'm you- motivated! So again, you're talking to a, you're just talking to another person that maybe has a problem, and maybe that property is part of the problem. So your goal is just to say, hey, I'm a real estate investor. I'm a buyer. I'd be happy to buy that house if we can reach, uh, you know, an agreement. If something we can make something that works for both of us, I really right. want that property. Let's talk. So what's going on? What's going on with your property? Tell, tell me why you're selling. Right. Next question: Finding a contractor to handle the rehab start to finish. Networking, networking networking and trial and error and trial and error you're gonna it's great right i mean contractors we go through them as well just like everything else they uh they come and go uh, some of them they do their top work for one or two projects and then they burn out and it's you're so you're constantly looking for a new one so if you find a good one uh you may end up paying for them but hey they're worth it so pay them that's right pay the men his money pay the in his money that's right but you know con-
0: uh networking with with other real estate investors oftentimes you know they'll, they'll share their contractors with you um but as mike said you know so there's a good saying that i that i that i really like it's cost quality and time pick two mm-hmm. and that's really what it comes down to with contractors you can you can't really get all three you can't get a cheap one that's going to do high quality quickly it doesn't work that way so that in that scenario you're you're picking um, you're picking you know time and and quality but it's not going to be cheap so your cost is going to be high but again cost quality and time pick two because it's going to be very rare that you're going to have three, so it de- kind of depends on the rehab project. If it's a rental and need rental grade, well, that quality might not be great. You know, it might not need great quality. But if it's a five hundred thousand dollar to a million dollar house in a nice neighborhood, um, you know, quality may be the biggest thing that's needed in that scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, and depending on uh, cost or time, you know, it can offset the other one. So if you're not in a huge hurry, you might be able to get a guy to do it for less. But if you're in a hurry and you want high quality, it's going to cost you. Period. So, um, you know, networking and trial and error. I think that pretty much sums up that, that question. Finding a contractor to handle the repair, the rehab, start to finish is the question. So love it. Love it. Uh, anything else that jumps out at you
1: from these questions here, Mike? We got through about seven or six or seven so far. Um, what do you say we go through a couple more and then maybe we'll, uh, we'll continue this? I think this is kind of interesting. It's kind of fun to, to answer yeah. these questions. Hopefully you guys enjoy listening to us. Uh, just kind of give quick summaries on, on these answers. So yeah, mm-hmm. why don't we why don't we do another one or two? And uh, what what time are we at here, Dave? We got time. We have about fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. So why don't we answer a few more, and then we'll we'll wrap this episode, and then do uh, yeah. a continuation. Yeah. Episode. The next one Stone that we did. had was was three words: finding the deal. Um,
0: that was the question that they sent back to us: is finding the deal. Um, I, I want to reiterate what we said earlier. You know, marketing. You can hunt or you can fish. So those are the two ways to go about finding the deal if you're not getting enough leads well then you need to hunt harder or you need to fish more which just basically means spend more time or money on your
1: so, efforts and i don't really i don't watch the show that often so somebody's going to totally correct me and i'm completely way out of which line one? here but i'm thinking of like the uh, the deadliest catch in alaska mm-hmm. You know, they throw in these gigantic nets, don't they? And they've got these buoys on it that hang. So they and throw they're in like, like they're like metal cages. But they could be. Oh yeah, nets. yeah, that one is yeah, the, yeah, the metal cages. Yep. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. throw in like tons of these things. Tons of them. And I mean the, the boat is going for miles and miles and they're throwing in all these freaking. These and sometimes cages, they right? pull them up and there's none in there. Sometimes they pull up and they're loaded. Exactly. So but but think about this though. They're not putting one net in there no. and saying, Well, I hope that one fills up. They're putting a hundred in a row a mile long. Right. Right? So, my point is it's very it, similar to our business. That's exactly my point. Yeah, you can put out 10 pieces of mail and say, I'm not finding a deal, <laughs> or you can put out 10,000 pieces right. of mail and the deal is going to find you, it's going to find I mean, you, and people are going to call it. It is so true. So, again, put out a bigger net. Think of that little deadliest catch analogy you got to put out a whole bunch of these little friggin' baskets to catch mm-hmm. some of those uh, what are they, lobsters or lobsters, yeah, yeah king crab. Again, or it's, been, it's been a long time since I've freaking watched crab. that show, yeah. Uh, but again, that's just. Popped into my head. So put out a lot of mail, put out whatever you're going to do. So, with that being said, it's a numbers game, folks. So, um, you know, me
0: and Mike, we go on 20 to 30 appointments before we find a property that we want to buy or that the seller's willing to sell at a price that makes sense to us. Um, So let's reverse these numbers out. You know, we may go on 20 or 30 combined. You know, I'd say 10 to 15 Mm -hmm. is pretty good average for me. Um, Appointments before I can get a property locked up. Uh, But, you know, we're also getting maybe 50 to 60 leads to get in, to then set those 20 to 30 appointments, you know, maybe one in three, I'd say, give or take, um, that calls in is even worth us going out and looking at it because their motivation is not there or it's an area town we don't want to buy in, so on and so forth. Uh, but then to work those numbers out even farther, we're probably then sending out, you know, anywhere from 500 to 2,000 mail pieces um, to get, to get those leads in 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 the case of this scenario maybe quite closer to 5000 mail pieces to get you know
1: 60 to 80
0: people yeah, calling us yeah and we
1: and we're doing other things though too so it's not, right. just, it's not the, just, it's just the mail right. but, but marketing efforts i should sure. say sure yeah
0: absolutely five thousand impressions Mm -hmm. it could be a mail piece it could be an online ad it could be uh you know anything and and everything but yeah so you got to work these numbers out but it's a lot like fishing on that show you're right you it's a numbers game so you you know you got to do a ton of marketing to get a ton of leads and then you're going to narrow those down to appointments and you're going to narrow those down to actual properties under contract and if you're new in the game you may not have a good ratio of getting properties under contract to selling so that may be even one in one in three to one in ten
1: that you lock up under contract that um, actually gets sold. Right, so and then we could spin this another direction. So the question again was finding the deal. One of the one way to spin that would be, okay, well, what is a deal? Maybe you're having trouble actually analyzing figuring and figuring out, out that that's a deal or not. So that's another thing which is kind of running comps. And there are ways to do that. If you don't have access to a friendly agent, uh, or you can't o- access your local uh, MLS, you can, run comps with Zillow. Now everybody, oh, Zillow, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm not talking about using this estimate. And Zillow is, again, I think they're getting better. But again, I'm not talking about using this estimate. You can go into Zillow and you can filter it and look for sold properties. So Zillow pulls a lot of data, just like the your local MLS will. They pull in a bunch of data and they're going to show you the sold properties in a certain area. So you can find Um, decent comps. Again, they're not the ones that an agent's going to pull, but you can find decent comps out there. That's true. So then what is a deal? Well, you've got to, like Dave said earlier, you've got to network, you've got to figure out what buyers are buying, what cash buyers are buying and figure out what that is. So the comps, again, you're going to look at, those are probably the retail sales. So those are your Mm -hmm. high or your ARV. So you want to buy at least at a discount low enough to uh, sell it to somebody else. -hmm. Who is then going to spend money to rehab it? So again, those comps uh, again it gives gives you um, an idea of what it will sell for after it's fixed up. So again, you can figure out what you would spend on repair cost, then what your wholesale fee is, and uh, then what your I want to I want to make
0: a point. to kind of piggyback on what you said there, Mike. Um, You know, some of the biggest lessons that I've learned not only in real estate but in my life have been mistakes that I've made. You know, trial trial and error or trial by error. (laughs) Um, But basically, um, you know, if you don't know how to run comps, you know, the best way to learn is to go out and meet with other investors or sellers and get a property under contract and make a mistake, you know, screw up, but you will not make that mistake again. And, you know, some of the best lessons that I've learned about running comps and, you know, talking to sellers and running appointments and getting properties under contract have basically been me screwing up and then saying, I'm not doing that again. You know, so there's only so much that you can be taught. A lot of it is just getting out there and just making mistakes. So do not be afraid to make mistakes. Another one of my favorite quotes is fail a lot and fail fast. You know, fail forward, I think is another way. Yeah, to we of,
1: me- mentioned it earlier. You another really do. way to
0: do it, you know, fail forward, fail fast, fail forward. And the people that aren't, you know, they're not out there putting themselves out there and even having the opportunity to make mistakes are are never going to be successful at at this business or at at any business, you know, so um, get out there, make mistakes, you will learn from those mistakes. And it will make you a better person, a better investor, and hopefully richer in the process, Mm -hmm. more money too. So let's wrap up, man, we're about 22 minutes into this episode, that was a great episode, we got through about uh, eight or nine questions there. So you know, almost a third of the total that came in. And um, I think these summaries are really helpful. I love talking about them and hopefully yeah, you the listeners fun. and the viewers are, uh, are getting value out of this too guys. So, well, thanks for listening guys. Come back and listen to the next episode. We will see you then. Thanks for listening to the discount property investor podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like share and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience to jumpstart your real estate investing career